Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. City in chaos. Portland desperately needs calm. Kenosha Mayor's message to the president. Right now is not the time. Hailing a Hollywood hero. His impact lives forever. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, two American cities facing troubled times. In Portland, Oregon, there were new clashes overnight after the weekend death of a man when protesters squared off with Trump supporters. And in Kenosha, Wisconsin... There is concern as the president plans a visit in the wake of the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Here's CBS's Mola Lenghi. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler denounced the violence in the city and cast blame on President Trump for spreading a message of hatred. You've tried to divide us more than any other figure in modern history. President Trump responded on Twitter, writing, Wheeler thinks this lawless situation should go on forever. Wrong. Portland will never recover with a fool for a mayor. Protests have grown nationwide since the Jacob Blake shooting in Kenosha. But here in Kenosha, the protests have been largely peaceful over the last several days. About 1,000 people marched with Jacob Blake's family Saturday, calling for violence to end and for the officers involved to be disciplined. There were seven bullets put in my son's back. Let's get the latest from the White House and CBS's Ben Tracy. During a barrage of nearly 100 tweets and retweets on Sunday, the president retweeted unfounded conspiracy theories that protests for racial justice are actually an attempted coup to take him down. You know what I say? Protest is your ass. The Trump campaign in the White House called the unrest in American cities a preview of Joe Biden's America. It is in Democrat cities. You know, you want to talk about Donald Trump's uh, uh, America. Most of Donald Trump's America is peaceful. But Democrats are pushing back, reminding voters that what they are seeing is happening in President Trump's America. Not Joe Biden's. Amid all this, President Trump's opponent takes his message on the road today, as we hear from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. He's uh, headed to Pittsburgh later today, where aides say he's going to speak broadly about the president's response to the violence, the pandemic, and the economic downturn. The general gist of the message, quote, are you safe? in Donald Trump's America. Biden issued a statement about the deadly violence in Portland, calling it unacceptable and adding that he, quote, condemns violence of every kind by anyone, whether on the left or the right. 
and I challenge Donald Trump to do the same. Now to Lake Charles, Louisiana. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is covering the devastating aftermath of Hurricane Laura. Hurricane Laura's 150 mile per hour winds knocked down thousands of utility poles. People here are now facing 90 degree temperatures and high humidity with no electricity or running water. It's terrible. It's catastrophic. Nick Hunter is the mayor of Lake Charles. Have you heard any estimates of when you're going to get power back? Weeks. 100% of the city is without power right now. I would say definitely over a month. After weekend progress, hot, dry weather could make things rough again for firefighters in Northern California. 1,200 homes and other structures have burned in wildfires. Taryn O'Connor is one of the Army soldiers called in to help. Usually you think of the Army of going overseas and completing missions over there, but it's, it's, um, it's nice to do something on the home front. Chadwick Bozeman's death from colon cancer stunned fans and has been noted on social media and beyond all over the world. The entertainment industry continues to reel from Chadwick Bozeman's unexpected death. We dedicate tonight's show to a man whose spirit touched so many. At last night's MTV Music Video Awards, a tribute to the Black Panther star. His impact lives forever. At some NBA games played this weekend, there were also salutes. A moment of silence in honor of Chadwick Bozeman. And at the Belgian Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton, the only black driver in Formula One, gave the Black Panther salute, crossed arms over chest in Bozeman's memory. Steve Futterman, CBS News. FDA Chief Stephen Hahn tells the Financial Times he is willing to fast-track a COVID-19 vaccine for use by health professionals at first. CBS's Vicki Barker has the latest on the pandemic. The number of coronavirus cases worldwide has surged past 25 million. India just marked a record one-day increase, nearly 79,000 new cases, breaking the previous daily record set in the U.S. last month. India may be overtaking the Americas as the new global epicenter, but Europe is starting to see a feared second wave, too. And the U.S. has now reached 6 million confirmed cases. Struggling for survival with travel numbers way down, United Airlines is doing away with the much-hated $200 change fee for people who have to shift plans when traveling in the U.S., CBS's Peter Greenberg says it puts pressure on other airlines to do the same. Since 2010, United Airlines alone has collected more than $6 billion in these change fees. And if recent history holds, American and Delta may follow suit. Overseas today, a historic flight. U.S. and Israeli delegations flew together on the first commercial flight between Tel Aviv and the United Arab Emirates. White House envoy Jared Kushner was on board. The Abraham Accords is a giant step forward. We celebrate a historic breakthrough for peace. The word peace was inscribed above the cockpit in English, Hebrew, and Arabic. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. In our School Matters series, correspondent Wendy Gillette has more on something that can help parents make key decisions during the pandemic. A recent survey by the women's and family health care site Maven found 60% of parents didn't have a plan for their kids for the fall as late as the end of July. CEO Kate Ryder. We thought it would be a good idea to help parents with a framework. So the site designed the COVID-19 child care decision tool, taking parents through a questionnaire to help them come to the conclusion if in-home or out-of-home instruction or care is best for their family. The site worked with economist Emily Oster to help add features like the gut check once you've answered the questions. Your answers to these questions suggested this is what might work for you. 
How do you feel about that? The tool is free. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A girl in Savannah, Georgia, is using her hands to lend a hand in the pandemic. Ten-year-old Samaya Harris jumped into action after hearing about the need for face masks. She decided to learn how to make them and start her own small business. I was learning how to sew at that time, and I asked my grandmother, can you teach me how to sew masks? And she was like, and she said, are you sure? And I said, yes. Harris has already made more than 100 masks for people across the U.S. and the Dominican Republic. She's donating some of her proceeds to charity. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Magician David Blaine scrapped a plan to float over the Hudson River strapped to helium weather balloons. He blamed the weather and wind patterns and says he'll try the stunt later on this week in Arizona. The weekend saw the first major movie releases since the pandemic began. The thriller Tenet exceeded expectations, taking in 53 million worldwide, most of it overseas. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition, wherever you get your books. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.